Hello and welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. Ten of the best new tracks each week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers. And me, Gareth May. And welcome to this week's episode of the Independent Music Podcast. We open us with the sounds of Callum Gunn. The track is called Assumption. It's from his album Paradox of Choice, which is uh, coming out soon on Ooh Sounds, who we've been featuring here and there on the podcast. Great label. Yeah, I remember Andrea Taeji, I think, and uh, Shit and Shine as well, also coming through Ooh Sounds. Uh, I suspect the OOH stands for something, though, rather than just being Ooh Sounds. We'll stick with what we've got. Yeah. <laughs> Callum Gunn is a Scottish artist, computer programmer, but been based in Berlin for a long while, running the Conditional record label and Club Night. I was looking through stuff releases on Conditional, a lot of music that I don't know there, but it does feature Dane Law, who's from London, someone I've worked with before, Adam, and a couple of other names that I'm vaguely familiar with, Maria W. Horn, and then just, yes, a lot of music, I think. It looks like, to me, vaguely connected with a sort of um, coding electronic music sort of scene uh, where you code in the music rather than being playing on an instrument as such. Yeah, yeah, it's excellent. And I'm sure the piercing first note hurt as many eardrums as it did mine when I unwittingly put on my headphones and then had that blasted at me. Hopefully beautifully eases everyone in. Uh, yeah, that first note was a bit sharp, <laughs> uh, as, as that sort of coded music tends to be as well. And um, Is that your most upbeat track that you have this week? 
There's one that's more for sure. Right. I have no, I have two that are more upbeat than that. Yep. But after last week, you know, when you were like, I'm going to ease everyone in with some sort of scratchy horror folk, I'm like, well, maybe I want in on some of that. Yeah, well, maybe that's the way we do it. I've got lots of contemplative, meditative sort of sounds this week as well. So it's fewer bangers, although I do have one absolute banger. And I've got this one, which isn't, I wouldn't put it in that realm, but it's certainly more of up-tempo than most of the music I've got this week. This got actually got sent to me by uh, Joanna, one of our wonderful patrons who often send us music and tidbits and things that we've forgotten. And you know that it's always going to be good because our patrons have exceptional taste in music of course of course and this uh, is just like catnip for me a collage of iranian classical and folk samples exploring genres of experimental electronic production touching upon noise punk post-punk and dub it's like yes that sounds up my street good yeah exactly and it's from an artist based in la uh, iranian american producer called morale she's got a lp that's out on leaving records also from la it's called push this is one of many fantastic tracks from it. This is called Dashti.
you really get it as well the collage of iranian <laughs> classical folk samples with experimental electronic production touching upon noise punk post-punk and dub i think you get all of that in that one track i enjoyed that one i especially enjoyed it when it started getting groovy yeah i don't hear too much noise or dub Oh, yeah. It might be the quality of your headphones, mate. But no, Morale (laughs) Dashti is the name of the track. It's uh, taken from her album Push, released on Leaving Records. Says here it's her debut record, but she did have a. We've talked about this before in the past in one of our many exciting conversations that we have about what is a mixtape these days and what is an album what is a mixtape what is a mixtape and what is an album uh, she did have a what apparently was a mixtape on astral plane recordings maher club which came out last year and a couple of other mixtapes that have done the rounds as well but this is the first if it's on a record label and it's all of your own music it's not a mixtape i don't care what they say quote unquote record that is what <laughs> this is and yeah it's an absolutely fantastic smorgasbord if you like of uh, different genres and different samples and different sounds the whole record is fabulous and it's really hard to pick a particular track that you that i wanted to go for and one of the interesting things about the record is guests as well one track has lee scratch perry on it mm-hmm. in terms of uh, guest vocalist uh, another one has uh, penny rimbold from crass doing the heavy vocals. hitters both like over 70 there <laughs> she's bringing in her some of her grandparents yeah it's a bit of a unusual because it's just those two tracks uh, with those two guys on it but it's uh speaks a little bit to the influences that have spoken to her as well because crass and lee scratch perry from different musical worlds even though politically they're very aligned yeah exactly no i mean so that i was looking a bit at leaving records a lot of artists i hadn't heard of there but numerous releases by laraji who I'm familiar with, and a couple of names, Matthew David, and a couple of other bits and bobs. But mostly, not only thing that I have in my collection, is it their first play on the podcast? It is their first play on the podcast, yeah. One of those labels that I've come across something I liked at some point and have given them a follow, and then have just constantly followed them afterwards. But Do this... you know how many record labels you follow? Oh, very satisfying. In terms of artists, labels, and other people that I follow, 2001. Wow. I was going to guess when you were like, ooh, like it's a nice round number. I was going to guess 1,000, but no, it's 2,000. Well, well 2,001. So if I stopped following you, it would be a beautiful round <laughs> 2,000. And yeah, so unsurprisingly. <laughs> and if you ever needed an excuse to do that. Yeah. Well, unsurprisingly, it means my entire email is just Bandcamp reminders and things, which is a great way of discovering new music. And Bandcamp, as we've talked before, is definitely the best social network when it comes to discovering new music from across the globe. I, I would have found Nege Nege tapes if it wasn't for Bandcamp. And I do not envy your uh, email when it comes to Bandcamp Free Friday, though. Christ. Oh, mate, my phone, like all the messages, it takes an absolute <laughs> kick in. And obviously, like... <laughs> I'm at work as well, so it's just I'm sat in meetings at work with just my phone buzzing constantly. But it's a wonderful thing to do, even if it costs me a load of money. But also I do have to, Leaving Records is a label that I followed for quite a long time on Bandcamp, but that record completely passed me by. It was Joanna, one of our patrons, who recommended it to me and to us. So thank you to her for that. And if you are not a patron but want to recommend stuff, facebook.com forward slash independent music podcast is the place to go. Or you could become a patron and messages directly there. Great. I'm going to play you the latest single from Amsterdam's Conjunto Papa Upa. It is the uh, project of Alex Figuera. You might have heard from his band Fumasa Preta. But um, 
also featuring uh, other musicians from Amsterdam's Latin and free jazz scene. The track's called Todo Pareo, which means total shutdown, and it refers to it as another boundary-pushing tropical smasher. I love Conjunto Papa Upa, and the singles that I've got on 7-inch never far from my record box when I used to DJ. Hope you enjoy this one. Todo Pareo, part two. There we go. 
four minutes of musical bliss there from Conjunto Papa Upa. You like that? Yeah, musical bliss is an excellent way of putting it as well. Very groovy. Yeah, so that's the flip side, part two. I, I believe that that's a sort of dub with a vocal, a singing version on the other side, but it's what it looks like. Well, I'm looking on the band camp here, but I'm not 100%. So says here, rhythms from Haiti, Guadalupe, Martinique, Puerto Rico, and Cuba are unscrupulously mixed with the most diverse and striking elements. Strident cowbells that evoke the tougher salsa of 70s New York, harmonized guitars, influence of 80s heavy metal. Wasn't sure if I was getting that. But anyway, uh, definitely you can hear the sort of New York 70s boogaloo uh, melting pot in there, as well as the sort of 60s and 70s Brazilian Tropicalia, for sure. I really miss, I mean, I say I miss, I wasn't really alive when this was a thing, but the idea of a seven-inch single where there's like part one and part two and like the hit would be on part one and then the part two would be some sort of like usually some sort of weird freak out version of it uh, which just continues yeah, reggae style just have a dub version exactly uh, i was thinking more in the james brown oh i'm thinking james brown part one part two but i thought that's just the song was too long i don't know i'm sure someone will correct hot pants part one and part it, two by james super brown. common though super common on those like soul and funk sevens where you'd get part one which would essentially be here is the radio edit and then the part two is the freak out live version addendum essentially to it where they'd get have another four minutes of weirdness or wonderfulness anyway i've definitely got that on the shelf with plenty of james brown records as you say oh yeah my dad's whole collection sitting around here where there's plenty of that but it's a lost art i would say it's so maybe the track that you just played conjuto papa upa is exactly like that they're bringing it back when 10 inches go back down to five quid again that's when I'm going to be buying them. Like then, then that's all right. They're back in my collection on fire because I, people I'm friends with, who started buying them at like three pounds. But I feel like sort of like three to five quid was sort of like what I remember. I think remember like a fiver was decent for a new seven inch, and now it's like you sometimes see them for like fifteen quid or something, and it's just like I ain't doing it, man. Hey, if you can get that sweet pink seafood and fly Anakin record that we played on the podcast last double last vinyl, week, yeah. gatefold double orange vinyl for 15 pounds i'm sure like yeah i don't think i could afford 15 quid for a 10 inch seven inch what for a seven inch this is 15 quid that comes with like a limited print and stuff like that it's 10 quid that's the sort of standard price but um i i see that 10 quid like is becoming like a fairly standard sort of price yeah and it's just like i don't know anyway what if i don't say that record is worth every penny of whatever it is that you pay for hey, it. welcome to economics right what am i gonna play i'm gonna keep it a little bit smooth and groovy i'm gonna play this from a jahari masamba unit it's a debut album for the duo it is Am riggins and madlib to absolute legends of hip-hop and thank you to everyone who came to our live hip-hop show two thursdays ago as you're hearing this but we talked a little bit about madlib then but carrie ann riggins a well-known producer you know most famously of common and jay diller but also of loads of people as daft punk the roots madlib i've got a whole list of them here paul mccartney as well <laughs> earl sweatshirt nora jones kanye west yeah, I saw when this came out, I was very intrigued by it. And I was like, oh, I must give that a listen. And then sort of forgot about it. So I'm very glad that you have it here. Yeah, well, the only taster we've got of the new album, which is called Pardon My French, it's out on the 27th of November, is a mere one minute, 13 seconds long. It is really great. 
enjoy this. This is Jahari Masamba Unit and it's called Le Jardin Esmeraldin pour Calat. Ten seconds were like not even there as well. It's not even one minute thirteen. I know it's sort of a deep breath, isn't it? It is Jahari Masamba unit. It's uh, Madlib and Kariam Riggins. That is what is on the Bandcamp. That is apparently the full track. That is the track that is for sale. It's obviously an interlude between two other tracks, but nothing more has come out of that. Nothing has been given out to the press or to anyone else. So even us asking, we would not have got it because the only thing that's been released to the blogs or the media that is allowed to be played is that one song. So there you go. You have to wait till November the 27th to hear any more of that. (laughs) Absolutely cracking. And part of my French, it is all all the tracks are in French. there's very, very limited information about it. it. It says here, we would call it spiritual jazz, but we were told to call it black classical music. Yeah, right. Which I guess is what spiritual jazz kind of is, really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think, I think that is a very good point. But yeah, no, Madlib and Carrie Ann Riggins, let's say, yeah, two legendary hip-hop producers and beat makers. And yeah, really interested to see what this project sounds like for... The whole thing, it is out 27th of November via Madlib's own Madlib Invasion. Nice. I will be buying that 100%. Yeah, Madlib Invasion actually on a bit of a run of releases because they also released a Little Barry one, which is incredibly weird. Little Barry? Yeah, man. Little Barry, who I think they're Welsh or they're certainly British. Like This was a band I'd heard of maybe when I was a, a student, maybe even younger. They had one, their first album was Kraken. And then I sort of lost track of them completely. Then they, one of their tracks, I think from their first album, became the theme song to Better Call Soul. Oh, yeah. So the Breaking Bad prequel. And yeah, and now they've got an album uh, with the chap from the Heliocentrics whose name escapes me, the band Malcolm leader. Malcolm Exactly. It's him and Little Barry on Mad Lib's record label, which is very weird. Fine. Why, why the hell not? I'm glad the Little Barry are... That having a theme song to Little Better Call Soul for a time, that's got to be damn good money. Yeah, I'm sure they've done all right <laughs> out of that. Yeah, well, uh, on last week's podcast, I played a song from the upcoming Babi Agasat compilation. Gareth corrected me on the release date, making sure I had that right, and it pushed it back to a week later. So it gave me a chance to play a second song here. And funnily enough, a song that Gareth has coming up. Also, another track on that album is going to be featuring on the podcast, on the uh, compilation as well. So you're going to get a double dose of that. I want to play you this one here. It's from a band from London called Tame and Shud. Tame and Shud um, released two albums 
absolutely brilliant band before they broke up a year or two ago. You know, just one of those things that happens. You're in a band, you go play some great gigs, release a couple of great albums, and then you decide to call it a day. But they have some unreleased music that they were just going to put up on Bandcamp because didn't really have it ready for a label or anything. So they kindly given me one of these songs. The track is called Salmodi of Verdure. I think I've got that right. I'm not really sure what those words mean. And it is exclusive to this compilation. And I'm going to play you it here.
absolutely mag fucking magnificent. Mag fucking magnificent. <laughs> mag fucking magnificent. <laughs> that is a band, Tame and Shout. The track is called Salmody of Verdure. And they're a band that I've seen live a lot of times, but not for a while now since, you know, they've broken up. And it's, uh, it reminds me of the good times. Uh, yeah, not just the fact that we haven't been able to go to live gigs really for ages. Bit of both, you know, no gigs at all. And I miss Tame and Shout. It just, yeah, it reminds me of a lot of good times. Yeah, absolutely brilliant band. Oh, well, you've hidden this compilation from me, so I've heard as much of it as any of our listeners have now. So <laughs> hidden I'm, it from you. <laughs> you've, you've hidden it. You've kept it concealed, ready for the 6th of November <laughs> to unleash it on the world on Bandcamp Fee Free Day. If you're going to be one of those damn messages that I get, aren't I? Just bombarding me. You've already me. unfollowed me by then. Oh, yeah, yeah, I should do that, shouldn't <laughs> I? I should get on, get on that. Tame and Chad released two brilliant albums on Trashmouth Records, the most recent one, 2016, being Oracle War. A Viper Smoke. Is that the other one? That's Viper the one Smoke's I've got. Viper Smoke's the name of one of the singles, I think. Oh, I've definitely got an album and Viper Smoke leaps to mind, but I don't think I got the second album. I remember seeing them at Raw Power Festival, which is when I got a record off them, and they were absolutely fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's another Tame and Chad, like a 60s one. So it takes a while to find the tape and shot in question. You are completely correct, Gareth. It is called Viper Smoke. I think that's also the name of a song on the album, which is why I'm getting confuddled. Yeah, um, Viper Smoke, the debut, is an absolute stunner for sure. There you go. I think my mind is working at about 70% today. But yeah, still managed to remember that record from five years ago. Nice. Good going. Yeah, I'm going to play some music from Manchester. Yeah, this is from Zias, who is a Leeds-based producer, but it's on the Failed Units label out of Manchester. This is their seventh release after a couple of other ones, uh, you know, Daniel Ruan and Yugev uh, Felichman as well, and a couple of other people. This is absolutely fantastic. Very much not in keeping with Tame and Shirts, although who are also fantastic, but in a completely different way. The EP is called Rescue and Research Part 3. And yeah, this track is called War Now.
absolutely bloody love it. The track is called Warner. Uh, track is by Ziaz, it's a producer from Leeds. You into yeah, that? Like it's War Nah. Yeah, that, uh, mate. It's simple but effective. You know, it's. Absolutely we all agree cracking. with that sentiment. Yeah, I'd like to think so. That's certainly, how I feel about War Nah. Uh, it's, uh, we can all get behind that. For sure. War. Nah. <laughs> But yeah, it's taken from the EP Rescue and Research Part 3. It is, as you can tell, it's part of a series of Rescue and Research records. The others, like I say, uh, the last one back in July by Yogev Frelichman, uh, which is obviously mispronounced. Apologies for that. The first one by DJ Pacifier. And yeah. Failed Units is a label that is new to me. It's presumably new to a lot of people. Its first release was in May last year, so it's just been going over a year now. Daniel Ruan, uh, Khan and V are the people who run the record label. And it is in a similar world to Aya and YCO label and a couple of other bits like that I've played from time to time on this podcast. Certainly a fantastic northern electronic music scene happening in Leeds, Manchester, essentially across the M62, of which I am at the moment and stuff like that comes out of it. Great. I want to play you another very short song, just another one and a half minutes here. Me and Gaz are zipping through this week's we podcast. We want to rush to 300, mate. We want to get there. Yeah. yeah, ready ready for our super bumper special. Do you want to talk about that since we just mentioned 300? Uh, we're going to do a super bumper special, hopefully doing some good stuff. We have got some listener voting going on as we record. But if you listen to it on Monday, you'll still have chance to vote. But it will be closing on the Monday, so on the day that this comes out. I think we should explain what the vote is, which we haven't really said. Basically, listeners... For part of our Bumper 300th episode, we are getting you to vote on some of your favourite songs from the last 100 podcasts. And Gareth has put online a Google Doc, which we've been posting on all of our socials, where you can choose some of those songs. And whoever gets uh, the most votes, we're going to play them and talk about them. Yeah, so there's a list of 900 plus that you need to go through. But I'm sure you've got your favourites ready and waiting. You just need to check whether they're eligible because we've had some accusations that we'd miss some out, but it's because they weren't played from 201 onwards. So it's not just this year, it's a lot of last year as well. Great. So the track that I was going to play, it's a track from a new sort of collaboration called Decalb Works. The album's called Duologue and it's being released on Where To Now Records. I think Ben Vince is someone we've played from that label before. Mm-hmm. I received this in an email from a guy called Austin, who was from band Vision Fortune. Do you remember Vision Fortune, Gus? Rings a bell, but tell me about it. Vision Fortune, one of my favourite bands in London for a time, released several records. They did a, an album on ATP recordings. They did, I haven't got it in front of me exactly who they released on, but I put them on many times. And they're just one of those bands that I just thought were one of the most interesting and excellent bands around. Yeah, so they released one called Country Music on ATP recordings in 2015. They released on Gringo Records, on Italian Beach Babes, and also, well, Seven Inch on Mannequin Records in 2011. I think I have all of the other ones, but uh, not that. And then, yeah, didn't hear them for them for a while. They sort of broke up. It turns out that Austin had uh, moved to New York and still making music, as all brilliant musicians do. And this is a new collaboration between himself and Daniel Crahan. It says here, born out of a shared deep sociological interest in the dialects and cultural frameworks. So basically it is a, the pair are delving into 
language dialects about US and British regional accents, weaving these into situational scenes through textured, intentionally disjointed and handmade soundscapes of bass tension. Sounds fab. It's an unusual release and I like it very much. I'm going to play the opening track here called Play. short but sweet just the open introduction to there there's a lot of really great and really interesting music as well through all that records but that was just a tease a tease of it exactly just uh, like with madlib just a little bit of a tease been out for a long walk today and i feel like my body's uh, just about holding it together here for this podcast that's it you've had uh, your long walk i'm full of antibiotics which uh, have questionable <laughs> mental impacts uh, but anyway yeah where do now records i mean got to give them a bit more love you know because they've released some of my favorite music of this year so back on pod 268 so right at the start of lockdown when i was doing one on my own i played uh you uh don't fuck with the dragon which was on where to now it was lowlands is the name of the 12 inch one of absolutely fantastic record that sold out almost immediately i think on 12 inch definitely worth getting your hands on a copy if you can and more recently than that on episode 286 we played uh Ninza, which was a great track that i've immediately forgotten about and as i trawl through the 900 plus <laughs> that we've played between episodes 201 and 298 in search of what my favorites of that period has been i think that'll be one that is getting another play nice i feel like i should need to delve in deeper to some of the other tracks on this release as well but uh, yeah definitely some other killer stuff from where to now well, just because we seem to have a habit of having tracks under two minutes long, I'm going to play one more, and I promise I'm going to play a long one at the end. Uh, so this is for some music concrete from Germany, from uh, Stuttgart, I believe. Uh, yes, that is correct. From Gunther Schlienz. Uh, apologies again for the pronunciation. I came last in German at school. The album, <laughs> is, this is like sort of hypnotizing experimental music concrete. He makes a lot of music in modular sense. He builds himself, you know, field recordings. It says here in the press release, he creates a cascading layer of ambiance verging on music concrete. I put it firmly in that genre, but it is really great. This is a wonderful first lead track on it. It's out on November the 6th. This is from Moonglyph Records out of Portland, Oregon. It's Gunter Schillianz. This track is called Care Bevus. 
I don't know what mood we're in this week, but there's a lot of soft, beautiful, very experimental music. And that is something I could just imagine being played over and over again at Cafe Otto here in London, up in Dalston, and absolutely having a fabulous time of it. Yeah, that was great. My next song is vaguely in the same space as well. Funnily enough, I'm feeling really quite woozy here. It's quite dark in the room and I feel like we need a new single from Capote or Athens of the North or something to <laughs> get us going. Well, it's funny, I did have some absolutely banging house music that I'm not playing this week that hopefully I'll have to tie over to episode 301. <laughs> and that would have sort of gone in quite well here, but I, sort of, I don't know why I had the feeling like I'm in the mood for sort of maybe stoned out sort of blissful music this week whereas yeah actually i could have done with a bit of a jolt perhaps but anyway <laughs> but that is not to too take... late to turn back now yeah it is too late to turn back now that is not to say that the music of gunter schlienz isn't absolutely that wonderful song was particularly stunning i thought yeah oh, absolutely incredible the uh, album is called stand by for incredibly mispronounced uh words but Orthi is the name of the album or something along those lines the name of the track is Kerberus as always the track listing is in the show notes wherever you're listening to so you can actually have a chance of finding it do check out Moonglyph Records though it's one of those record labels I've been aware of for a long time I believe the chap who runs it is a listener and so got in touch with us through that and I've been getting lots of great music from them over the last couple of months and it's never actually appeared on the podcast until right now so i'm delighted to play it and that is something incredibly special looking forward to getting the whole thing which is out this friday brilliant as i mentioned it's another song of uh, sort of blissed out experimental music for me is it over two minutes long it is three minutes 20 glad we had a bit of tame and shout in there dust the cobwebs off it is the new single from william Bozinski. He's released on Temporary Residence Records, a label we feature on the pod reasonably often. His new album is called Lamentations. Was that the same title of The Bodies album? It's like everybody's lamenting. Yeah, well, I mean, there's, there's a lot to lament at the moment. I mean, we'll <laughs> see We'll see how we feel next week. In, right? Indeed, there is. Yeah, at least hopefully the American election can go our way. Oh, God, imagine it doesn't. Okay, it will be like a you, you can't kick us while we're down world. Come on, uh, sort that out. But anyway, it is. <laughs> give us, give us some, some positivity. That is actually this week uh, as this podcast comes out. So we will be recording our 300th, I think, immediately after the results, which is completely by accident, not by design. <laughs> and yeah, we'll see. Hopefully we can, if the result goes our way, then it'll be extraordinarily celebratory. If it doesn't, then hopefully it'll be able to lift you out of your uh, liberal funk. Unless it goes neither way, unless it's a, a sort of hung parliament. So to if it goes neither way, then I believe, and we have plenty of American listeners who can correct me on this, but I think then the Senate or, uh, or the House, I think they might be the same thing. It might take some time, though. Yes. It might take some All time. The all the legal wrangling. Aren't you it's excited? It's going to go someone's way eventually. All right, here we go. Here's William Brzezinski, and this track is called the Wheel of Fortune.
we go, the beautiful tape looping sounds of William Brzezinski. If you are subscribed to The Wire magazine like me and Gareth are, you will have seen how absolutely beautiful Bill is looking by his pool. Did you see that, Gareth? I did. The cover is, yeah, stunning. <laughs> He's uh, looking in good shape. Yeah, people think of William Brzezinski as a sort of well-known experimental musician, which of course he is, but he is also in his heart a New York queen and uh, and he is a, a, a flamboyant, well-dressed man. It says he captured and constructed from tape loops and studies from Brzezinski's archives dating back to 1979. Lamentations is over 40 years of mournful sighs, meticulously crafted into songs. They are shaped by the inevitable passage of time and the indisputable collapsing of space. Yeah, I think it's really beautiful. It's got uh, William's distinctive sound, definitely exactly on contemplative mournful sort of territory for him yeah absolutely great and a wonderful way to round off this week's podcast so thank you so much for listening and yeah i hope you are staying safe and keeping well wherever you are in the world and you're feeling well and you join us for our 300th episode which i'm going to make a guarantee now is going to have a lot more upbeat music <laughs> as much as i know you will have loved all if not some of the music that you've heard on this week's podcast, we reckon there's going to be quite a lot of up-tempo party-party stuff and some mournful and some melodic and some beautiful music that showcases the very best or our very favourites and your very favourites of the tracks we've played over the last hundred or so episodes. Anthony, have you got anything to add before I go in? That is about all, I think, apart from, uh, yeah, exactly. can't wait to bring you the uh, 300th episode extravaganza bonus length bonus content probably bonus drunkenness uh, yeah we'll work on the subtitle for it <laughs> yeah bigger longer uncut yeah exactly i mean oh well our editor nick mccorriston would love that i'm certain he would uh, <laughs> love to not have to cut out all the nonsense but uh yeah, it certainly make his job easier. But uh, thanks to Nick for all your hard work on this. Thank you to all our patrons for supporting us and for you for listening. If you want to subscribe, you can do wherever you are listening right now. Tell your friends about us. If you want to submit music to us, facebook.com forward slash independent music podcast is the best way of doing that. And yeah, we are on all the socials you'd expect us to be on. And that is about it. I am now going to play some more music in the same ilk uh, of what we've been playing from Left Hand Cuts Off the Right, the project of Robbie Judkins, a firm friend of the podcast and exceptional experimental musician, wears his heart on his sleeve a lot in terms of suffering from depression and uses music to help get him through that, which is unbelievable uh, pain to go through at times. He has created an album for oaken palace records which is a record label i wasn't aware of before this release got sent over to me but they are a charity there's a great um quote here oaken palace records is a registered uk charity raising money for environmental causes through releasing drone records dedicated to endangered <laughs> species yes yeah, like it's a type of a uh... Lima or a monkey? Well, for this one, yes. But since 2012, the label has donated more than £15,000 to conservation organisations around the world. Robbie, so left hand cuts off the right. This one is dedicated to the Pied Tamarin, a critically endangered monkey whose home in a small area of the Brazilian Amazon is severely threatened by deforestation and habitat destruction. All proceeds from tape sales will be donated to its conservation and protection. So if you like it, 
do give money via their Bandcamp. If you don't like it, but like monkeys, give money via their Bandcamp. <laughs> and as I mentioned, one of the tracks from the back the is going to be featured on the Baby Yagasak compilation as well. So buy that as well if you want to support Anthony Chalmers, <laughs> uh, which you should also do. It's a tough time for gig promoters. So do do that this Friday, Bandcamp fee free day. Anthony, what is the URL? Is it babayagashut.bandcamp.com? babayagashut.bandcamp.com. Nailed it, guys. Excellent. We'll be back for episode 300. Thank you so much <laughs> for listening. Bye-bye.